All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here on this fine Friday evening. Sorry for the, uh, the muted mic there. Not sure why that happened, but the Edmonton Oilers, hey, it's a good night. Uh, the victorious team once again, 7-1 victory over the San Jose Sharks and once again doing exactly what they had to do going into a city up against the team that uh, obviously is not exactly a powerhouse and walking away with an easy victory we saw the team do it against the Anaheim Ducks earlier on this week and for the Oilers a great start and it got better throughout the evening uh, we are going to get to the good the bad the oily in a second here but quickly just want to get to a rundown and uh let you know zach lang will be joining us here on oilers nation after dark of course connor mcdavid the birthday boy turning 26 years old today he would score his 37th goal on the power play you know you let him walk in the way they did he's going to make you pay dry settle and nugent hopkins with the helpers on that one ryan nugent hopkins would score his 21st goal a shorty at the almost the midway point of the first period. And then Leon Drysaddle gets his 24th of the season to make it a three, nothing lead for the Oilers. Um, I think my order here is a little bit messed up as my computer freezes, but the Oilers had a couple late goals. Yes. The pull Yarvi would get one. Ryan McLeod, um, clean cost had one. It, it was just a fun night. If you're an Oilers fan, everything going right for them. And now they turn their attention to the Vegas golden Knights, who obviously will be a bit of a tougher challenge. That'll be Saturday night, eight o'clock start. And of course we'll be back here once that game wraps up, but uh, yeah, great game for the Oilers. And right now we will get to the good, the bad, the oily presented by cornerstone insurance. 
And as we get to the good, the bad, the oily, I should let you know it is brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage, your destination for commercial home and auto insurance with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca for more information. And with that, we are going to bring in Zach Lang. Zach, good evening. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Connor, I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, Pretty solid win overall from the boys tonight. Uh, Lots of things to like from that game, I think. Yeah, it, it was. It was a really good game for the Oilers tonight. Um, I, I just knocked my phone off the table. That's why I kind of looked away there. Uh, a lot going on here. You know, I, I feel like we got to give a little bit more love to our producer, Aaron Bordado, who typically does this. Uh, he's on the nation vacation down in Vegas with the boys, so they're having a good time. Uh, he checked in. He tried to walk me through it the best he could, but there's only so much he could teach me. So uh, we're going to get through this. You know, we'll get going here. We're at the easy part now, and hopefully we'll get through all this. But a big thank you to everyone tuning in on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, send in your comments. We love the comments. Uh, we'll get to those later on in the show here. But we got to start off with the good. And tonight, Zach, uh, I think we have to go with doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, I believe there's a, a Michael Scott clip uh, from back in the day on The Office, uh, you know, quoting Eddie Murphy or Chris Rock, Chris Rock, you know, doing what you're supposed to do. And the Edmonton Oilers for a long time this year weren't doing that. They, you know, they'd lose the teams they should beat. And, and it just looked like a bad situation. We saw it a couple of weeks ago when the Oilers did host the Anaheim Ducks. But these last two games, uh, I don't want to give them too much credit for, for winning. But in the fashion that they did, it's really encouraging for them to get these big wins and beat up on these lower teams. Yeah, it is. Um, this is something that it feels like the Oilers don't do enough of at times. You know, I think in the past when we've looked at the way this team's played down to their opponents at times, uh, it's nice to really see them play up in these sort of situations. Um, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, the Anaheim Ducks and the San Jose Sharks are still teams of the National Hockey League. Uh, we just saw the Seattle Kraken the other night beat the Boston Bruins 3 nothing. In Boston, uh, their first home loss of the season, I think it was. Anything can happen in these sorts of games. And look, we saw Anaheim beat the Oilers earlier in this season. You can't take any team lightly. And the Oilers have very clearly not taken the Anaheim Ducks and San Jose Sharks lightly whatsoever here in the last couple of games. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it, it. we we talk about it in the past. Like, they, they go out there and they do things like this, and it's a maybe a sign of maturation, and they're, you know, starting to figure it out. I don't know if that's the case, you know, but it, it is good to see them beat up on these teams. Uh, Zach, for the bad, you know, you and I were talking about this one, and we had it kind of penciled in as potentially the 8.30 start times. Nobody likes the 8.30 start times, uh, but – when it happened, you know, we did have one on deck and it, it took to the, you know, five minutes left in the, the third period. Oscar Limbaugh would get his goal to ruin Jack Campbell's shutout. Either way, though, Jack Campbell stopping 25 of 26 shots. It was a good game, but the bad has to be he doesn't get the shutout. Yeah, it's a tough one, right? I mean, I, I really feel that he deserved that one. Um, it really sucks because a point shot deflected in front of the net takes a weird bounce down. You know, it's kind of one of those goals where he didn't even really get a fair shake at it to a certain extent, right? Um, it's tough to see, but I thought he had a really strong game tonight. You know, he still ended up facing how many shots was it as I pull it up now? He faced 26 shots tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a decent amount of volume, nothing crazy. Um, but, you know, it was the dying minutes of the game, the final five, where, you know, unfortunately, he let one squeak by. 
would have been great to see him get a shutout. I think he really deserves it. It's been a tough year for him. Um, but, you know, against Anaheim, he had a 9.13 save percentage. You know, he only allowed two goals there. Tonight he comes out of it with a 9.62. I mean, is this maybe the point in time where we're like, okay, maybe Jack Campbell's able to kind of turn his season around and, and take the reins, and maybe this is the patience we were kind of going through to kind of get to this point. Um, because, man, if he can turn it on here, uh, especially with Stuart Skinner, you know, away right now, and, you know, Campbell has to play some more games moving forward here. Um, you know, it's good to see him feeling good about his game, I guess. Uh, Zach, we are going to get to the oily here. And I think for this one, you just got to say point night. Uh, looking at the stats here for the Oilers, if if I'm correct here, I believe Derek Ryan was the only forward not to collect a point, but he had a block, so he got on the score sheet. Other than that, though, JP had the goal. Hyman had a helper, Costum uh, with the goal. Yanmark, I thought, had a good game, had the assist. Drysaddle, a goal and an assist. Uh, Fogle and Holloway get an assist as well. McLeod gets the goal at the end. Nuge, three points. McDavid, three points. On the blue line, Dayarnay, congratulations, young man, getting your first career point yeah. in the NHL. Good news. Tyson Berry gets a helper, but... Uh, it was a lot of guys getting points tonight, and that's always going to help you with the momentum. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things that I wrote about in the wrap-up tonight at OilersNation.com was kind of just the fact that we got to see some depth scoring tonight coming through. It's great to see McDavid get his and Leon to score and Nugent Hopkins as his 21st of the season. But, you know, for a guy like Yessa Pugliarvi, who's been struggling this season to see him get his fourth, Ryan McLeod, another guy who you'd like to be seeing, you know, maybe contribute a little bit more offense for him to Paul one as well. I mean, it's got to feel good for these guys at this point in time too. Yanmark getting an assist, Warren Fogel getting an assist, Dylan Holloway getting an assist. You know, these are the things that we kind of want to start to see from this team moving forward. And again, yeah, you know, it was a, it was a big game against the San Jose Sharks, but that's the kind of confidence that this team can kind of start to carry over into games against tougher opponents like Vegas tomorrow, you know, on Tuesday, Seattle, next Thursday, Tampa. Uh, it's going to be a tough couple of games here. Uh, if you are on YouTube, hit the chat button, hit the like button. Let us know. We want to, we want to talk to you guys. Uh, no audio. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Uh, got to turn the mic on. I should know that. Uh, thank you to everyone who let me know about that one. I tell you, it was such a good intro though, Zach. Like I was firing at all cylinders. And when I had to go back, I messed it up. So it, it's too bad. I had to ruin that one. Genesis is hi, Connor. Hi, Genesis. Uh, we've got lost people. Let's F in a go. So said Hyman missed his shot. Um, <laughs> and someone says they hit on the Oilers winning all periods. I I mean, you know what, Zach, uh, I know you do your work with uh, Betway.com. If you do bet, of course, do so responsibly, 19 plus. But I mean, if you took the over, you took the overs to cover, you know, you took a lot of guys for any time goal score. It paid off well tonight. So uh, I I don't know if you threw any money down, but uh, if you did, it worked out quite well at Betway. Yeah, one of my uh, Betway bets of the day actually was Connor McDavid to score a goal. Um, so it was great to see that one come in in cash. I also had the Zach Hyman shot prop again tonight, which for the second night in a row hasn't hit for me. So that's a little bit frustrating, but that's okay because, you know, uh, it was a big win overall for the team. And, and I, as I kind of said in my Bellway article and in the little video I do that goes up on the Oilers Nation Twitter page, it would have been rude for San Jose to not let McDavid score on his birthday, right? I mean, come on, guys. That would have been just, uh, it would have just been mean spirited of him. 
Yeah, I mean, on that first power play, they let him walk right in there. It was basically like, take this goal, have it. And uh, he certainly delivered on the Facebook chat. Chris says, happy B-Day, McJesus. Good job. Now beat the Knights and Kraken the same way coming up. Uh, they'll do their best. It'll be tougher. Uh, Abby says, let's go Oilers. Uh, I, keep, I echo those statements. Uh, Tyson on the YouTube chat says, save of the year, question mark. Uh, my goodness. I mean, for Jack Campbell, I, I feel like everybody, you know, Sure, people are going to be tough on him because, you know, we want to see him do well. But everyone's rooting for the guy. Uh, even a couple games ago, he gets the chance to get in there, makes a save, and somehow it's a goal. Uh, no, I mean, they found conclusive evidence. But, yeah, Jack Campbell, for him to get out there, play the way he did, and then, you know, make a save of the year candidate, always good to see, Zach. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, the Oilers were up 5 nothing when that save was made, but it kind of felt like one of those where like all of a sudden three minutes into the third period, there could have been some deflation after that one. Like if that one snuck in like early on in a period like that one, that one could have kind of taken some wind out of the sails. You know, you, you just never know in hockey. We've seen the Oilers blow games before. So maybe <laughs> it's just some of the PTSD coming out, I guess, from watching this team for so long, but it was a tremendous save. He got across, got his glove in, uh, made the big grab. You know, this just goes to the confidence thing I was speaking about a little bit ago too, right? Um, hopefully you can start feeling good about where he's at here and, you know, maybe start to turn a corner. Uh, Zach, some people here on the YouTube kind of bring up Kyler Yamamoto, who obviously uh, did not get into the game tonight. Uh, some people asking, was it a healthy scratch? I'm, I can't say for sure, but I'm going to go out on like a 99% limb and say, no, it's not a healthy scratch. I think obviously, you know, he's missed time with injuries and there's, there's been some games where he's been banged up and fought through some stuff. Uh, you go back to the game against the Ducks. He, I thought pretty well uh helped at goal uh played 15 minutes uh in a period where you know they rested a lot of guys in the third or in a game where they rested a lot of players in the third period so i don't know about your thoughts on that one but to the people talking about it in the old uh, youtube chat i do think that is just a little bit of a rest night for kyler yamamoto yeah he might be a little bit banged up or maybe an illness or something like that i i can't see him being a healthy scratch i i i really can't especially when you consider warren fogel has been healthy scratch lately Derek Ryan as well. You know, Yamamoto was on the top line against Anaheim there, and I thought he had a pretty good game. Um, sounds like the coaches might, or Jay Woodcroft might talk about Yamamoto tonight, so I kind of got my eyes peeled on on Twitter right now to see if anybody says anything about that. Yeah, that's something they have to ask, and I, I, I think, like you said, could be illness, could be uh, you know, just a little bit of a rest. And, you know, it could also be factoring your opponent. Hey, if, if there's a choice between having him in one of these two games, you're going to go for the game against the Vegas Golden Knights, take the extra night off. And uh, yeah, yeah. Rest in San Jose for sure. Uh, Zach Lang here on Oilers Nation After Dark with me. I'm Connor Halley. We have name takes, so I probably don't have to reintroduce ourselves. Uh, Pam on the Facebook chat says, happy birthday, big guy. I, I kind of joke with some of my buddies. I feel like, you know, there has to be a, a little bit of a carrot to chase for this Oilers team. Maybe, you know, Jay Woodcroft says, hey, boys, a couple wins. Maybe we spend the night in Vegas for Connor's birthday. Maybe we go hang out with everybody here from Oilers Nation and have a good time. I, I don't know if that's actually the case, but uh, they look like a team <laughs> very inspired in this one. Uh, what, what do we want to talk about here, Zach? Uh, I mean, we got the save on Vlasic. I'm kind of looking at my notes here. I thought, you know, Darnell Nurse had a few nice plays in this one, breaking up opportunities and then getting the puck out. That's an encouraging sign to see. Uh, 
let's let's just get the Darnell Nurse talk out of the way and let us know on the YouTube chat as well. What did you make of 25's play tonight? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Yeah, I think, you know, he had a quiet game. I think it kind of felt like everybody had a bit of a quiet game, and I think that was a good thing to see. Um, again, we've seen how chaotic this Oilers defense can be at times. You know, in San Jose, they, they really only have one line that's really a threat, and it's that top line. You know, they're second, third, and fourth. They're not really going to generate a whole lot offensively. So, you know, it was a good night for Darnell Nurse and, and, and the defense as a whole, I thought. And, you know, beyond a little breakdown of not getting in a lane on that last goal, um, you know, I thought it was a pretty solid night all around there. Uh, Larissa says, do they travel tonight? So from what I remember and what we talked about on the last edition of Oilers Nation After Dark, there's a traveling curfew in San Jose, Zach. I don't know if you've heard this, but from no, 11 to 7, you can't actually fly in or out of San Jose uh, just because I, I think the airport's very close to the city. It's a local bylaw, so they have a, a flight curfew. So I'm not exactly sure. It might be a situation where the game ends and they're booking it. I mean, if the post-game scrums are like 30 seconds, you'll know why, because they want to get out of there before the curfew. If my time is right, they have about 34 minutes. If that if they can't make it, they'll probably do what they did when they got into town, which is land and or fly or drive out to Oakland and then fly from there. Isn't that crazy? You know, for, you know, you couldn't make an exception for, you know, sports teams traveling in there just with their chaotic schedule. Yeah. That's a bit of a weird one. I can, I don't think I've ever heard of a city or a place doing that, but Hey, you know what? It's, it's going to be the rules for the, for all of them. It's got to be the rules for all of them. Like that, hey? <laughs> you're right you're right that is fair yeah you can't you can't do that uh i just wanted to get to that quickly because yeah they'll they'll be leaving tonight they'll probably if they don't rush out immediately uh head out to oakland i think it's a 40 minute bus ride hop on the charter plane uh it'll be a quick flight to vegas you know i don't even know 30 minutes maybe up and down and that'll be it uh looking at the ice time and i i think that uh you know when you look at this it, it had to be intentional uh once again we saw Jay Woodcroft do this against Anaheim where, you know, in the third period, he really pulled back on some guys, Connor McDavid. He had 18 minutes played. We had Leon dry settle at 1820, Zach Hyman, 1955. He was the leader among the forwards. And then defensively, uh, Brett Kulak actually led the way with just over 20 minutes, Darnell nurse, 1959. So uh, probably a good thing to see Jay Woodcroft, you know, acknowledging, Hey, this game's over. Let's try to get some balance amongst the uh, the forwards here in the defense and uh, you know hopefully save some of the, that energy for the Vegas Golden Knights always encouraging to see the coach take advantage of that absolutely you even look down the bottom of that list too um you know Dylan Holloway 1240 that's up from how much he usually plays Derek Ryan he played the least of anybody at 1239 you know you even look at the defenseman too Vinny Darnay 1258 he was the the defenseman who played the least minutes you know, he played 15 minutes against Anaheim a couple nights ago, too. Um, nice for Dayarnay, I guess, to kind of get acclimated a little bit to the NHL game here. I really like the 11-7. Like, I, I really feel like this team is almost, in a sense, really built for it. Um, you know, I still think they lack some depth up front. and there, But it allows that ability to kind of roll through the forward lines. I think it makes it tougher on opposing teams, too because they can't exactly line match all of the time either with there being one less forward and one extra defenseman, you know, and then you look at the other's defense too. And it's like, well, it's still a young group to a large extent, Broberg, Bouchard, now Dayarnay is playing. I know he's a bit of an older rookie, but in the same breath, you know, 
it allows things to kind of balance out. I, I feel a little bit, and I don't know, like we saw last season, how effective the 11 seven was for them. And up until, you know, the last two, three weeks here, we haven't really seen them utilize it this season. They've kind of brought it out now. And I don't know, Connor, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of really like the way it works for this team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Flute had asked us how long Dayarnay had played in this game. Uh, 12.58. So he's he is getting utilized, which is great. You hate to see that seventh defenseman play, you know, three, four minutes. Kind of a waste there. Yeah. But I, I totally agree with you, Zach. And I, I feel like when you look at you know, for the Oilers and defensively, obviously it helps them out. And, you know, Dave Manson, I think does a really good job of, you know, knowing when to get these guys out there, but then you look at the forward lines and um, it, you know, when you're that fourth line and I think tonight they had it as Fogel and Pugliarvi, you know, you're getting an opportunity to play with McDavid, Drysdale, or Nuge, depending on who they roll through as their center. So I, I'm a really big fan of it. You know, I, I know talking to, my coworker at TSN, Jason Strudwick, he would talk about how it could be tough if you were that seventh defenseman. But, you know, I think for a guy like Dayarnay or whoever it might be, as just kind of ease them in NHL and find ways to get nice time. I don't mind yeah, it. I, mean, I really don't mind it. I don't either. And I mean, even if it's Marcus Nimalainen or it's Dayarnay, and maybe it's a tougher opponent, you know, maybe they play seven minutes or eight minutes instead of, you know, 12 minutes like tonight. And like, I agree too. Like, I don't think three minutes is adequate ice time for anybody in any game, because if you're going to play a seventh defenseman for three minutes, well, what's the point of going 11 and seven, right? Mm -hmm. Like to me, going 11, seven is to be able to rotate the defenseman through a little bit more, you know, take Darnell nurse from 29 minutes down to, you know, 23 minutes or something of the ilk. Right. I think if they can find a way to kind of, keep the time on ice similar to how it was tonight against the majority of their opponents, I think they're going to be in a much better spot. And granted, you know, the second half of this season, the schedule's a bit softer for the Oilers too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that can really play to the team's advantage here. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, Stewart on Facebook says, nice. They didn't give up the two goal lead hundred percent. You don't want to give that up against uh, San Jose. Uh, looking at the YouTube chat, shout out to everyone on YouTube. we got 76 people staying up this late to, to chime in here. Uh, Liam Oilers nation, Liam uh, down in Vegas, uh, banana emoji. I, I don't think he had to have any bananas tonight. I think maybe, maybe a banana rum or two to celebrate. Uh, Lance says, start the wave. Yeah. Start the wave. Uh, I don't know. Can we get the wave going? Just the two of us. Woo. Oh yeah. Look at us. We're a Oilers game. Banana daiquiris for Liam tonight. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound awful. Um, we got Stell saying, wanted Campbell to get the shutout so bad, 100%. Chris says, time to buy playoff tickets. <sighs> That's a bold one, my friend. Uh, let's get some likes. We need people to pound the like button if you are on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, we got Steven saying, Vinny is great. Almost got burned. Used his huge body to recover. Yeah, when you have the length of uh, a six foot seven defenseman, you can get beat a couple times, but you have that reach to make up for it. Uh, TSN 1260 drop hype. I don't know what that means, Lance, but... Yeah, 1260. Uh, shout out to two to six on the Jason Greger show. <laughs> we got, uh, yeah, lots of lots of messages coming in here. Uh, staying up late, even though the Manchester Derby is at 530. Well, soccer fans there. I think I think Liam is going to get up and watch that one. I'm not sure, though. I I bet you he will be going to a sleep tonight at about 530. <laughs> They're in Vegas. 
They're in Vegas. That's what you got to do. Uh, Larissa says, you guys are doing a great job hosting. Thank you, Larissa. Uh, that does mean a lot. And we appreciate everyone who is tuning in. Uh, Zach, I mean, this this probably to me wasn't even a question. Uh, Tommy G and I talked about it on our pregame show. You know, what would your thoughts be on playing Jack Campbell in consecutive starts back-to-back nights? For me, it was, yeah, I mean, you, you do it for sure. Um, uh, assuming nothing goes wrong and, you know, he doesn't let in eight goals or anything like that. I was thinking you 100% go back to Jack Campbell in this one. I know that there are statistics saying that, you know, goalies can have a drop off in that second game, but you know, in this situation when he's playing well, I think you just got to let him roll. And I mean, I, I, you know, not to, not to knock on Cal, but I I think I want to go with the guy who's been pretty good in his last couple starts and feeling it. And, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't have a huge fatigue factor with him. Yeah. I think it's a no brainer. Honestly, if you put Calvin Picard in net, you're, pretty much just scheduling in a loss. I mean, no disrespect to to Calvin Picard, but he's also only played like 10 hockey games this season. You know, he's been injured for a good part of the season here. Um, I think you have to roll with Campbell. I don't really think you have another choice here. You know, Picard could come in and steal one, but I really think it's going to kind of be a message for the Oilers too coming into tomorrow night of like, Hey boys, like, you know, Soupy's getting the start again here tonight. We need to play a strong game in front of him. And I don't think there's another option, right? I don't think, you know, there's another choice. And I think in a sense, it could be a good thing too, because maybe this could kind of like help light a fire under the team a little bit to focus a little bit harder on the defensive side of the game tomorrow night rather than the offensive side. Uh, Basim says Campbell at a light night. He should definitely be playing next game. Totally agree. Uh, we're <laughs> 69 people in the chat. Nice. I, I like that. Uh, people noticing. Yeah. Can't take the, uh, I'm getting some shots from the AM radio. I think it's, it's been drilled into me where I have to reintroduce the guest in the show. I know there's graphics there, but I mean, I'm, it's, Hey, it is what it is. I'm not going to stop doing that. I don't think, um, <laughs> how about Dan here? It says hit the bet. One power power play goal, one shorty. Also hot six goal by the oil. Great night. Thanks to Betway. Betway.com. 19 plus. Bet responsibly. But yeah, have some fun. Uh, when the Oilers are playing well and you can get a chance to take like McDavid or Dry Saddle, three points, two points. Uh, there is some money to be made for sure. Um Zach, I, I, I want to get your thoughts, basically, you know, these games and, you know, we, we talked about it earlier on there, like a side of maturation going out there and winning the games you're supposed to it kind of takes us back to the good and the good, the bad and the oily, um, you know, did, did you have any real concern going into these games? Was there a thought that maybe they might drop one of these two? Because we talked about it uh, after the first game. I thought that if if the Oilers were to win Anaheim and, and do well, but you don't get that second win, then your win against a- Anaheim is kind of diminished because you couldn't do it consecutively like a good team does. But you know what they did in these last two games, I, I do think it is an encouraging sign. I don't want to say plan the parade, but I do think it is encouraging. Yeah, I think so too. You know, to me, it kind of felt like it was going to be one of these road trips where they kind of go like one and three or one, two and one, and they come out sub 500 and it's like, oh man, this is, this is tough, right? Um, instead, you know, we're walking out at the very least 500, um, you know, just looking at head to tomorrow. It's a tough one back to back. I think they can pull it out without a doubt, but, you know, just looking at the, the dark side of it, I suppose, 
you know, coming up 500 from his road trip, I think is okay. Especially considering Stuart Skinner left, you know, after game one there, that LA game was a real stinker, but they've responded so nicely. These Anaheim and San Jose games uh, again, you know, beating up on some lesser opponents, but again, the confidence builders that, you know, Jack Campbell maybe is coming into his own here. We've seen some depth players in both of these games put up some points, which is only going to help them as well. Because again, like I said, you know, coming home next week, there's two tough games against Seattle and Tampa Bay. Um, and at this point in the season, like the Oilers coming into this game had a 49.5% chance of making the playoffs. Um, so every game, divisional opponent or not, very important right now. Uh, <laughs> on the old uh, YouTube chat, Jake. Now I feel I feel sorry for Jake because he he went for the McDavid Hattie, and then obviously you know we saw power play three out there. Power play one wasn't getting any time. So Jake, I'm sorry that is a tough one for sure. <laughs> uh, Tyson says, "Yeah, we've been good for the Hattie." Connor McDavid, you know, I think ultimate team guy, probably pretty happy with his two goal performance. But Zach, I tweeted it out. Connor McDavid in 44 games played now has 82 points. He could not score any points for the remainder of the season, and he would still be a point-a-game player. Uh, 37 goals, 45 assists. Uh, someone actually even quote-tweeted me. I think it was like, I'm not sure who it was, but they had mentioned like, you know, a few years ago, someone won the scoring race with 89 points. I think it was the Jamie Ben year. What this guy does, and I feel like we have to devote one or two minutes to just how good he really is as a hockey player, because he is just so dynamic, so fun to watch. And he's getting that killer instinct when he gets the puck in a danger area. It's, it's almost over 37 goals this year. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible. You know, I've had this thought before, Connor. Like, we're we're in a market with the best player in the world, and it feels like somehow he's underrated. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. It just it feels like his greatness almost isn't talked about enough to a true extent of what he actually does on the ice. It's incredible. Like, and all of a sudden, this season, he's just been like, ah, oh, you know, you know what? Like, I think I'm just going to go score 60 this year. Like, it's no big deal. And it doesn't seem to be a big deal to him at all right now either, because he's coming out here almost every single night and scoring a goal. Um, the production we're seeing from him is otherworldly. It is going to be one of the best single season performances, maybe of all time. Um, you know, when we take into account, you know, the, the quality of the competition out there in the NHL, you know, you look at the league these days and man, like he's got a five goal lead over David Pasternak right now. 
in the NHL goal scoring race. He's got 37 goals in 44 games. That is just, it is absolutely insane to think of. And he's not even shooting the puck like a whole ton either. He's only got 175 shots on goal this year. I mean, only, but he's shooting 21 and a half or sorry, 21.1%. It's absolutely incredible to see, you know, this swing of a, of a 5% better than his career average shooting percentage. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's unbelievable to be able to sit here and, and watch this guy play hockey every night. Yeah, we got a, a lot of good uh, ones coming in here. Rusty, the Reckless Optimist, big thank you for tuning in tonight. Rusty, a big, big fan of our program. We're a big fan of you. He says here, we're so privileged to watch him on a nightly basis. I think Oilers fans sometimes take him for granted. He's putting up historic numbers right now. Nobody can stop him. Uh, Lance says, can McDavid get 50 in 50? Uh, that would require, he's got six more games. He'd need 13 goals to do it. So he would need two in a bit per game i think that's pretty tough but you know that's i mean if we if we're going to hold into that standard uh, that might be a little bit unfair uh, but just what he's doing. go ahead i was just gonna say maybe just a little bit yeah yeah i mean I, it's it's pretty tough to do and then you know you got leon drysidel second in the league and scoring 66 points uh quick math here that's what 16 points back of mcdavid I think that's correct here if we do math on the fly. I mean, what he's been able to do this year, it's its just unbelievable. I think we should also say, um, go vote for Leon Dries. It'll get him to the All-Star game. Unless you're one of those people who thinks he needs to rest. Because some people have said, let him rest. I get that side of things too. Maybe you vote for Nuge instead. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, kind of a tough one, right? I mean, I think you could even try and get Stuart Skinner in there. I think he has a pretty yeah. good case right now as is too. Um, just going back to the Connor McDavid thing really quickly. Uh, there's this great hockey website. I'm sure you've heard of it, hockeyreference.com. Uh, they have a, a statistic where they adjust points and goals for different eras of hockey. So what they try and do is they try and kind of normalize, you know, hockey in 2022-23 to hockey in 1920. It's not a perfect formula by any means. Um, but when you're doing so, Connor McDavid is having one of the best seasons of all time right now. Uh, he's uh, adjusted for 145 points uh, over an 82-game season, and he's adjusted for 65 goals. So the points adjustment would mean he would have one of the top 15 seasons of all time in terms of points and one of the top 13 seasons of all time in terms of goal scoring. You know, he's one of the only players from the modern era that's finding his name atop of these lists. Um, when you adjust for points, Howie Morenz's 1928-27-28 season is the top at 190. And in terms of goal scoring, Brett Hull's 1990-91 season uh, is adjusted for 78 goals. So it truly is historic stuff that we get to see um, on a nightly basis here. It's just, it's, uh, I think Rusty said it best. I think some people certainly do take it for granted. Yeah, and I mean, I'll talk about it for a long time. I was doing the post-game shows with, on TSN 1260, and you know, I might have mentioned this before. There was nights where it was so tough to watch this team. Everyone in the chat, everyone listening right now, and if you're listening on Saturday morning on the podcast, you remember those times. Like There was tough times, but Connor McDaniel, 
that you know would give you a reason to watch he's he's just simply fantastic and you know worth the price of admission and if you haven't seen him live try to find a way to get to do so the way he skates the way he's moving around out there it's it's something that's just something different that we you know we haven't seen before uh i think we got to talk about clean costin as well because you know this guy just continues to make fans uh, now what eight goals on the season uh, he'll he'll do everything. He'll protect. He'll he'll fight if he has to. Scoring goals. Uh, Clean Costin, man. I, I I don't know. You people can can critique Ken Holland for a lot of things, but I think we can say right now he won that trade because I I don't know about Dennis Samarukov what he's going to be doing, but Clean Costin seems to be a great fit in Edmonton. Yeah, he does. Um, he panders to the crowd in Edmonton very well. He's a big body who can put the puck in the back of the net here or there. He can play tough. He can stand up for his teammates. You know, to his credit, all eight goals are at five on five this season. Um, That's been a huge help for this team too. You know, I think there's some things when you start to delve into his underlying numbers and stuff like that, that kind of becomes a bit of a cause for concern. You know, you look at his shooting percentage right now, he's shooting, you know, 21% on the season. That's unsustainably high for a guy like him, his PDO. The luck statistic is well above where it should be. But this is what happens when players go on heaters and burners, right? Um, You know, they can come out here and they can start producing a whole bunch of points in a flash. And that's exactly what Cawson's done for this team. I think you're right, Connor. I think you can call this trade a win. Even if Cawson never plays another game for the Edmonton Oilers tonight, which or after tonight, which obviously isn't going to happen here. Um, you know, like you said, Sam Rukov, you know, he was at best, maybe the ninth best defenseman in the Edmonton Oilers system. They were able to flip him for a guy who needed a fresh start and boy, he's gotten one, right? I mean, he's had a chance to play up and down the lineup. Um, he's looked good on the third line with Nugent Hopkins and Yanmark here. And I mean, gee, the guy just can't stop scoring. Like I thought the goal tonight was brilliant. I really did because of that little the way he changed the angle of his skate just before that puck kind of came in, I thought it was some really nifty stuff from him. I mean, you you can't argue with the production, right? No, no. I mean, it's, it's been fantastic. And yeah, he, he's been the perfect fit. I think I said Dennis Simarukov, Dimitri, obviously. I mean, I really Americanized his name and, and, and ruined it. So sorry to Mr. Dimitri Samarukov. Uh, the text line here or the chat line going crazy. Uh, Klim Kostin, a bottom six four, we needed for a long time. Uh, it seems like he can jump up into the top six in a pinch if needed as well. Uh, clean vibes only. We've got uh, oh man, lots lots of messages coming. And if you're on YouTube, also hit the like button. We we definitely have to boost up those like numbers. Helps the algorithm. That's what your M check tells me. So hit that like button. Uh, you know what? Uh, we got some people back in Vegas working on this right now and i think we want to let them go have a good time so uh, we're going to wrap it up in a second here uh zach game tomorrow uh, you and i will be back for oilers nation after dark immediately following that game will be a little bit earlier everyone down there on the nation vacation will be at that game having an absolute blast uh what what do you think is the key to victory for the oilers in that game and can we get a prediction from you and we'll we'll uh if you get it right check back in tomorrow spicy 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 i think the key to the game is going to be a strong defensive game um we kind of talked about this earlier too like you know jack campbell's going to go on the second half of a back-to-back you know more likely than not as we've said you know don't foresee 
Calvin Picard getting the start, but I think the Oilers are going to really have to lock things down defensively. You know, Vegas is a, a team that can produce offense up and down their lineup. Yes, they are without Mark Stone right now, but they still got this guy named Jack Eichel, who's pretty good. You know, Chandler Stevenson, he's having a great season. Riley Smith can shoot the puck. They got some dangerous weapons down there, but you know, with the Oilers nation faithful in the stands, the nation vacationers, I think it's going to be a big one for the Oilers. I'm going to call a 5-2 victory tomorrow night. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Vegas 6-3-1 in their last 10 at home. They have a record of 13-10. and 10. Uh, They are a much better team on the road. The Oilers you know, fortunately are also a much better team on the road. So we'll see if that plays a factor. Uh, just uh, you want to look at the numbers a little bit, not the advanced stats, Zach, but the ones right out there in front of me. Uh, goal differential this year, the Golden Knights plus 22, the Oilers after their last couple games, now plus 14. So, uh, you know, starting to get things going in the right direction. We'll see if it continues. Uh, once again, big thank you to our sponsor, Cornerstone Insurance. Check them out, cornerstoneins.ca, as well as betway.com. Uh, 19 plus. If you're going to bet, do so responsibly. Zach, thanks a lot for hopping on tonight. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Everyone who tuned in on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, thank you to you guys for hopping on, getting in the conversation. Really helps us, uh, gives us some talking points, and you guys bring it all the time. So hit that like button. We'll be back tomorrow after Oilers Golden Knights here on Oilers Nation After Dark. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.